September 9th. As we look into the New Testament today, our reading will come from the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 1 through 15. We'll see that uh, Paul compares himself to a father with obligations to his spiritual children. There is protection. Spiritual leaders must protect the church from false teachers who are like suitors trying to seduce the church from devotion to Christ. Beware losing your love for Christ and for those who helped you trust the Savior. We'll read about provision. Paul had the right to receive financial support at Corinth, but he laid it aside and sacrificed for them in love. They did not appreciate it. But do you appreciate the sacrifices others make for you? Are you willing to sacrifice for others, even when they do not thank you? And we'll read about suffering. Paul mentioned his sufferings only to defend the gospel and the authority of his ministry. The false teachers bragged about their triumphs, but Paul boasted about his trials. And with that, let's begin today's reading in the New Testament. September 9th, 2 Corinthians chapter 11 Verses 1 through 15. I, Paul, hope you Corinthians will be patient with me as I keep on talking like a fool. Please bear with me. I am jealous for you with the jealousy of God Himself. For I promised you as a pure bride to one husband, Christ. But I fear that somehow you will be led away from your pure and simple devotion to Christ just as Eve was deceived by the serpent. You seem to believe whatever anyone tells you, even if they preach about a different Jesus than the one we preach, or a different spirit than the one you received, or a different kind of gospel than the one you believed. But I don't think I am inferior to these super-apostles. I may not be a trained speaker, but I know what I am talking about. I think you realize this by now, for we have proved it again and again. Did I do wrong when I humbled myself and honored you by preaching God's good news to you without expecting anything in return? I robbed other churches by accepting their contributions so I could serve you at no cost. And when I was with you and didn't have enough to live on, I did not ask you to help me. For the brothers who came from Macedonia brought me another gift. I have never yet asked you for any support, and I never will. As surely as the truth of Christ is in me, I will never stop boasting about this all over Greece. Why? Because I don't love you? God knows I do. But I will continue doing this to cut the ground out from under the feet of those who boast that their work is just like ours. These people are false apostles. They have fooled you by disguising themselves as apostles of Christ. But I am not surprised. Even Satan can disguise himself as an angel of light. So it is no wonder his servants can also do it by pretending to be godly ministers. In the end... They will get every bit of punishment their wicked deeds deserve.
Hi, my name is Lee Stevens. I'm in phase two. I'm 44 years old from Westerville, Ohio. Uh, my story starts out just like anybody else, for the most part. I did drugs. Uh, pretty much any one of them, at least once. My favorites were alcohol and cocaine. Um, I'm not going to spend too much time glorifying drugs and the drug usage that I used to do because since coming to the refuge, I've been redeemed. I've been saved. I know what it is to uh, love the Lord with all my heart and actually try to have a better relationship with Him and get to understand Him and to work well with my brothers here in this process. Um, like I said, I grew up in the church. I went away from the church. I kind of feel like the prodigal son. Uh, I went away with knowledge, wasted it. That was my form of wealth. But since coming back to the res refuge, I've regained that knowledge and the love of Christ. And he's restored me, not only uh, with wisdom, with the Bible, but making restoration with my family. And relationships are being restored that I never thought that I'd get back. And I just want to uh, encourage you all to keep your head up, keep your faith strong in the Lord, and realize that you can do all things through Christ. And with that, thank you. Don't give in to your fears. God is watching over you, so don't listen to your fears. This is a choice. Trust God and don't give in to your fears. 2 Corinthians chapter 1.10 says, From such terrible dangers of death he saved us, and he will save us. And we have placed our hope in him that he will save us again. God's promise to believers is that no matter what happens to us, he is working for our good if we love him and follow him. If you're a believer, the Bible says all things are working together for good. Not that all things are good, but that they are working together for good. That means we can stop listening to our fears. There is no difficulty, dilemma, defeat, or disaster in the life of a believer that God can ultimately get some good out of. It. There is no need to fear the future. Your fears reveal where you do not trust God. Today, make, all, make a list of your fears and ask God to help you identify why you have fear in those areas. Then ask Him to help you replace your fears with trust. Now this next step is important. Expect God to start helping you learn to trust Him with each fear. Then, watch and see how He helps you. Psalm 53, verses 1 through 6. In this adaptation of Psalm 14, God, Elohim, is used instead of Lord, Jehovah. Verse 5 has more words, 
and verse 6 has fewer words. Some psalms were adapted by the musicians for various uses in the temple worship. One of the wonders of scriptures is that it can be applied to every situation. What you think concerning God helps to determine your character and conduct. The fool ignores God and exploits people made in the image of God. Many people are, in fact, practical atheists. They may claim to believe there is a God, but they live as though He did not exist. Are you guilty of this? Well, please know that God will have the last word. Psalm 53, verses 1 through 6, for the choir director, a meditation of David. Only fools say in their hearts, There is no God. They are corrupt, and their actions are evil. No one does good. God looks down from heaven on the entire human race. He looks to see if there is even one with real understanding, one who seeks for God. But no, all have turned away from God, all have become corrupt. No one does good, not even one. Will those who do evil never learn? They eat up my people like bread. They wouldn't think of praying to God. But then terror will grip them, terror like they have never known before. God will scatter the bones of your enemies. You will put them to shame, for God has rejected them. Oh, that salvation would come from Mount Zion to rescue Israel. For when God restores His people, Jacob will shout with joy, and Israel will rejoice. Proverbs 22, verses 28 and 29. Do not steal your neighbor's property by moving the ancient boundary markers set up by your ancestors. Do you see any truly competent workers? They will serve kings rather than ordinary people.